Rain. It's always raining when it's time to record the new tube Comcast. It interferes with the transmissions from here to my partner, orbiting the planet in his cloaked spaceship. I'm the former assassin in Interstellar Gumshoe, Little G. I'm searching for my podcasting co-presenter, Mixed Up Zombies, who's being held prisoner as a patient in an insane asylum floating deep in space. Only kidding! It's me, Little G, and his muzz. Hi. I I was thinking of a Rorschach joke, but now I can't think of a Watchmen joke, so go on. Does it sound good? Yeah. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Um, Found a dog-soaked Comcast. (laughs) Tire treads on its back. (laughs) That's the one. So, episode 17. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's almost legal. (laughs) Oh, no, I was going to say, in the UK, the Comcast could now smoke, but I don't think it can. I think that's... No, no, yeah, we're not allowed to do that here because we're not UK and <laughs> can't be trusted. I mean, we're just gonna do our usual rundown of the events and ongoings of the site. The site, yeah. So, um, what people have been doing in the community and what the big threads and things that are catching people's eyes. Uh, what events people are doing. We're also uh, trimming down the gaming section a little bit at the for our second part of the podcast, just because it's a little hard for us and for other people to swallow two hours. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fair to say. So we're we're still gonna have a little gaming, and also please comment on the gaming because we don't know if it's it was worth adding this segment. So we need some criticisms or positiveness for it criticisms yeah. and comments please on that section sure and yeah and also if there's, if there's any other sections that people want us to add in yeah um, sure we, we haven't we've kind of been running the show for you know uh, 17 episodes yeah 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 and um, we're, we're probably you know maybe you know we might be time to mix things up a little bit who knows so, uh, so got on to our notable friends Yes, yeah, yeah, so starting where we normally go, um, and just talking about sort of the, the big threads that are going on in the community at the moment, and um, uh, one that's getting an awful lot of traffic at the moment is uh, Sunflower's goodbye thread. Um, so he's he's formalising um, his, uh, his, what he said on Twitter a while back, and he's, uh, yeah, sort of handing over the reins of uh, being the community director to... Uh, Prominent member uh, swoops, and admin, and previous admin as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure most people have, have got a pretty good idea about the fact that um, swoops provides a lot of the uh, kind Act- of the. She's the uh, what do you call it behind the screen door or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she, you draw back the curtain, and there's swoops typing feverishly, way making everything work with code. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I really, really pleased to, 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 and obviously, you know, sad to see Sunny sort of, you know, back off a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but I mean, I think that's sure. gone. I know. I was just going to say, I'm sure we'll still be posting, but obviously, you know, fantastic news that Swoops is taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just hope that for her, you know, it's, it's, you know, volume-wise, it's manageable of doing the technical stuff and also kind of leading on the. The, the sort of the softer skills, you know, community-based stuff that uh, 
that uh, Sunfly sort of took responsibility for. Well, definitely. I mean, we're both in somewhat positions uh, of power here, so we have some of the idea. I can already say Swoops is a definitely a good choice for community director. Yeah, no, From no. my uh, uh, experience of uh, of our new stuff that I was talking about before and stuff like that, she's quick to help and she wants, you know, to make sure everything's working. So definitely good, a good choice, but we're also, you know, a little, di- you know, a little sad to see Sunny go a different way, but... Uh, it's for, I think it's for the best for everyone involved because Sonny made this choice and it's not like he's being up front or usurped or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, so if he doesn't feel like he's in the right position to work that much, then he really shouldn't. So I think we're all good there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, you know, uh, it it sort of, Step back on his own terms, and then uh, you know, uh, hand it over to someone who has got the sort of headspace or whatever to to be able to do all that stuff. I also am sad to see the American Nightmare go. So that's that's an official thing, is it? Yeah, it was it was semi financial because of all the lip sync stuff that he couldn't afford. Yeah, sure, sure. But for now, it is. I I think it's done for now. It, it might be on hiatus, but you you probably want to ask Sonny. But he said in the thread that he was taking. They're at least taking a break or something. Hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, because I know I remember him talking about uh, issues with Libsyn a while back, and he was concerned about what was going to happen to all the old modcast episodes, etc. So uh, hopefully, see so, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, so, um, I mean, that's, there's only so much to talk about there, but definitely. And it, it's also really good to see, I just wanted to say one other thing. It's really good to see the community be so nice about this. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and be so <laughs> and, encouraging, and also be funny. Mm, definitely, although um, I did kind of think it was it was quite, quite fitting that... Um, that Sonny's farewell thread should also be slightly derailed by uh, Captain Red Oh, <laughs> yeah, and Captain Red Chops and Doctor Flibble knocking chunks out of each other, which uh, <laughs> mm. made me laugh as well. Seemed rather fitting. Mm. Yeah, he says it's on hiatus, but yeah. So yeah, so that's that, and uh, well, I'm sure we'll still see from Sonny from time to time. It's just it's hard to uh, you know. It's hard to, you know, do that much. Like, I I struggle just to get... Like, I have, you know... I, I've, I've done... Like, I have UGC I, that's a month old right now. It should have been done a week... Like, three weeks ago at the very least. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is something that um, Muzz and I were chatting about before the show. but um, And we were talking about, you know, uh, reviews... Uh, and the process of, of reviewing games and stuff like that, and I think it's it, it it's easy to to if you approach games, if you approach games with the, the the thought of process of I'm I'm going to be reviewing them all the time, um, it can take some of the, sap some of the joy out of it, and and I, I do wonder if you know whether what what um, Sunny you know hopefully will happen for Sunny is that now he's stepping back from the additional responsibilities that he you know he's held on to, you know he's 
had for the last few, you know, four, three or four years now. Hopefully, he'll be able to find, you know, still sort of in, do the bit that he enjoys of, you know, hanging out on the site and gaming, know, gamers, and actually doing some gaming as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, because and I think that's one thing. Why well, I've backed away from the IRC, and I've said this before, I've backed away from the, from the IRC a little, is because I just don't. I want a game, and I haven't been feeling like I have been. So, yeah, yeah. I literally haven't. So, so that's that. I think. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and just to sort of, you know, um, we're, I think we're hopping around the sub forums, but it doesn't really matter. Um, one of the, the threads that caught my eye was, um, and I thought it was an interesting take on sort of good game versus bad game, uh, was one that was started by a guy called Rock Lobster. <laughs> Which is a pretty cool username. Um called na, na, other na, 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 Let me sing you a song about a little guy. <laughs> but go on. Um and it's the threads called Are There Any Games You Wouldn't Take If They Were Be Given Being Given Away Free? Um uh, and it has to be said, I I had to rack my brains quite a bit about this one because um I, you know the I like, you know, I'm I'm a fairly optimistic guy, and I like to see the, you know, the merit in at least almost everything. So there aren't many games that I would literally just say no. You you couldn't you couldn't force me <laughs> to mm. play. Um, uh, but there's been some interesting things that people have come up with, and you know, it's one thing to say a game's bad, but would you genuinely, absolutely flatly refuse to even own it if someone was offering it to you free? Mm. Uh, um, and the only the only one I could think of was one that made me sick. <laughs> so yeah, games that do that can go in the goodbye pile like I, uh, I can think of a couple like games that make like just look like poo poo usually mm-hmm. go like Far Cry 1 like instincts for uh, Xbox 360 mm-hmm. that game looks like doo doo so I was like no thank you and it didn't play that great either it was worse oh, than the PC version so I was like no thank you yeah I don't want to touch that was it, yeah, I mean, if it hurts, if it hurts your eyes to, uh, and just to Mario it. Party Eight hurt my eyes, so I was like, eh, I think I'm done with this game. Because when your oh. eyes start to like actually feel like they're like have pain around them or bleed or, or something like that, it's like, yeah, I think I'm done with this game for the rest of my life. I think we can definitely say that when your eyes start bleeding, that, that's that's a sign to stop. <laughs> but um, it gets better it? after about two hours. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a minor ocular bleeding. I wouldn't worry about it too much. But um, what was the what was that game that where Nintendo had to like deliver it with a glove or something like that? Because people that were getting... was Mario Party One. All oh, right, right. Because uh, there were a lot of the mini games had because uh, it was with the N sixty four joystick. Yeah, and there was a lot of circling or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, that wasn't if you didn't play on your like. If you didn't play Super Mario Party competitively, it really wasn't that bad. Because, <laughs> like, I never had that big of a problem with it. Yeah, exactly. But if people are like, ah. Oh. Well, of course, once you've once you played Mario Party, you know, to a competitive level, you yeah, build up the capacity, you know. <laughs> so a competitive level. I think you should focus your energies on, uh... <laughs> anyway. Um, so, um... Talking about games that hurt you, <laughs> games that are painful to play, um, Demon Souls, obviously the follow-up to Demon Souls has been announced, 
Um, and there's quite a bit of discussion on the in the news thread. There's a, so there's a news um, uh, discussion around Dark Souls. So the latest um, sort of follow-up in the Demon Souls kind of universe, um, and apparently, the, obviously, the big thing that people say about Demon's Demon Souls was that it was uh, extremely hard and extremely unforgiving and, and quite old school in its, its mechanics. And fun. But fun, yes, exactly. Um, and having just uh, only just uh, bought uh, Mega Man Nine, as briefly discussed on the last show. Uh, oh no, Mega Man Ten. I'm They're kind the of same game. Yeah, exactly. Let's be honest. How how different experience are you realistically going to get? Um, uh, yeah, the um, I, I'm kind of into the the notion of games that that <laughs> that, that treat me bad mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, kind of remind me of what it used to be like to play games when they when games. Weren't just hard; they were mean. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, particularly with this, obviously, um, Demon Souls was a, a PS3 exclusive, but apparently, it's looking like Dark Souls might also come to the 360. So yeah, I just I, I, quite exciting, and, and hopefully, that's something that uh, actually comes comes to fruition. Mm. I don't have much to say about it because I have not played it. So no, but it should be a fun game, and maybe. Will finally be a game I get. Some, who knows? Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, it it will probably end up just going on on the list. <laughs> the <laughs> long list. It's a long ass list. Let's say that. And then I have an even. Well, I don't know if I have a. There's so many games. So many games. Hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> let's go Eurovision, which originally. I thought this was the PS2 launch title. Phantom but, Vision. But Phantom it, Vision. Yeah. Which I'll I probably play some music in from for the episode now. And but, I, th- I think I would probably rather listen to the <laughs> music from Phantom Vision as well. Um, so explain to me uh, American or uh, European Idol or whatever it is. <laughs> so Eurovision is an, is an annual competition... Uh, run across the whole of Europe, where every country um, puts forward a song, and then there is a vote across those countries. It used to be done by um, by like a, a judging panel in each country, but these days it's actually done by a phone vote, and the of all the songs wins the competition, and then the, the country that wins that wins gets to host the competition the following year. And then they're like, we are so boss. So, yeah. so it's yeah. just basically like the world tour, but for bad singing and bad songwriting. Well, yeah, now exactly. Now you've hit the nail on the head there in that there are some countries within Europe that take Eurovision terribly seriously. But in the UK, it's kind of seen as a bit of a joke and something that's really only worth watching from a sort of... Um, like a sort of a ha 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 yeah exactly like a sort of ironically you, you know you watch it postmodern you know in a postmodern manner um it's 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 sort of very camp very kind of not good yeah just dumb like it's just really really dumb and so and what surprised me about this was that um and we're mentioning him again but um sunfire sunfire 4000 started this thread saying hey <laughs> tell us about, yeah let's talk about the eurovision um because the competition is happening this week this weekend 
on Saturday night. Um, and I, I, I wasn't aware that people outside of Europe even knew it existed. Um, I sure didn't. didn't. I, I thought it was a <laughs> PS2 launch game. Well, it, I, I, like I say, I think that probably would be more popular. And the thing is, I I don't particularly care for it. I, I Some people, you know, they'll do a, set up a little Eurovision party and they'll, you know... That sounds like a really exciting party. Yeah. Let's yeah. watch some people... Wait, so do like they get like really good singers and then they also get like really good songwriters or what? How does that even work? Well, this is the thing. So for some countries, do some countries take take entry very very seriously? And, and some are like well, some are like microphone farting. Yeah, literally, literally, it almost is that. And so, so for some countries, they'll put forward like their number one pop star. You know, mm-hmm. their are equivalent of, you know, your your Katy Perry's or your Britney Spears's or whatever. Um and some countries like the UK will just find whichever bod, you know, whoever if someone can hold a microphone and roughly holler the notes vaguely in time to the music, then they'll usually get in. Um so uh yes, and and the thread is actually been more active than I expected it to be, and um, and has culminated in uh, some in people posting their favourite videos from the world of Eurovision, and that the the ones that I posted will hopefully give everyone a pretty clear idea of what Eurovision is like, i.e., just terrible, <laughs> really, really, really rubbish. Um, and I would hate people to think that I like uh, Eurovision. Um, I just, it's one of those things, it's like a car crash, you know, just it's very, very hard to look away from it. But you do like Fanavision. Fanavision, well, you know, I, I could, I could go for some of that right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, one thing, when you said, like, anyone doing it, I just imagine, like, and of course this is me being American, so I just think of, like, someone with, like, who has a voice box who's like, the rocket's red glare, <laughs> or something like that, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it I that mean, bad, really? Some some of them are. Some of them are genuinely, um... Is this... It, it, it's, it's less so these days, because the, the competition's got so big, they've, oh, they've oh, really... It used to just be sort of the big, you know, uh, the the richest, most industrialized uh, European countries that would uh, take part. Um, but now the European Union's been has included a lot more member states, um, and uh, those countries want to take part. Sure. And um, so they actually have they have to do like two stages. So the the big event that's happening on Saturday that will be on TV is one part of it, but they'll actually be a bit beforehand. Where they have like a, a kind of like a, a qualifying round or something like that, and oh. and that that qualifying round helps to cut out some of the, the worst. Crap. Yeah, exactly. But you will get guys who, I mean, you know, they, one of the um, stipulations of the show is that they have to sing live, and it's watched by about about fifteen million people, I think, mm-hmm. something like that, every time. And uh yeah. half of them pee so, themselves or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some of those people, it has to be said, um uh it's pretty clear that the the nerves of singing in front of that many people show and they can't 
they can't hit a note to save their lives. And so, so some of them is some of it is genuinely dreadful. Um, sure. Uh, is that now we're getting more into regional stuff? The dog show is bigger in Britain, right? Which, uh, what crux? What's the big dog show in Britain? As in the one where they show, like, like you know, well, no, it's like a competition. Yeah, so that's crafts. Yeah, and that's that's bigger than this, at least in Britain, right? Um, it, it very much depends. Like I say, I think people find enjoy watching Eurovision from a sort of a funny, a, funny. Yeah, exactly. A a, a fun, yeah, laugh, laughing at rather than laughing. It's with. like watching uh in America, it would be like the MTV Movie Awards, where it's like Twilight won again. Yeah, exactly. Twilight won a second time. Twilight was going to win every time because there's so many creepy little girls who like Twilight. Well, I mean, you you said right at the start that it was like you know American Idol kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's it's exactly like that, you know. Except it's not as popular. Yeah, exactly. You you might watch it because you like you know the the dumb songs and the 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 fancy outfits and the dance routines and stuff like that, or you might just watch it because you know that it's it's bloody ridiculous. Um, and it's just hilarious to watch these people Which, taking it so seriously. Speaking of American Idol for one second, I still can't believe, like, uh, Steven Tyler, all his music, like, went off the charts when he became a host off on American Idol. Like, it, it experienced a big boon for him. Really? Yeah. God. That's, that shows how powerful that show is. Yeah, I, it, 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 and I'm so. I, can I apologise on on behalf of all of Britain um, for us exporting those shitty talent shows over to you guys? Um, and you, uh, only a couple of them survive, so it's not that bad. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the same over here. If, if it helps at all, mm. for years it doesn't. Last... But go on. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's still it's still bloody awful. Yeah, um, but. Uh, yeah, no, our charts are completely dominated by um, talent shows and all that sort sure. of thing. Sure. So, is it okay to celebrate someone's death? So, yeah, so so moving from one very European... So I'm going to uh, kill little G. <laughs> fine, first mixed up zombies. Um, there's, uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so moving from one very Europe-centric thread to a very American-centric one, which is um, a thread discussing the death of Osama bin Laden and asking whether it's okay to celebrate someone's death. And, and I just wanted to, to mention that because it's very it's a very measured and sort of, you know, uh, kind of responsible discussion of the whole area. And I think there's lots of... Um, you know, potentially con- controversial points of view um, that could have been put out there, and they're not. And everyone's kind of discussing it and being very polite to each other. And you could think that feelings might run high about this sort of subject because, you know, hey, it's 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 very emotive for a lot of people. Um, but that hasn't occurred, really, to be honest. And I'm I'm just really pleased about that. And it's a very adult conversation, which is very, uh, you know, it's it's obviously not a very happy subject, but it's 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 something that you know is interesting to talk about um and the the um i suppose one thing you know talking about sort of um the european view on this kind of thing and the u.s view uh, obviously likely to be very very different um but i guess one thing that really came across to me from that thread was that 
it's it's worrying how how misleading the reporting of the American reaction to um, uh, Bin Laden's death, um, how misleading the reporting of that was here in the UK. Why do you think? It, well, if if you if you believed the way that it was reported um, and the coverage that the, the footage that was shown, sure, you would you could be forgiven for thinking that in every in every city in every state there was dancing in the street and people jumping up and down ch- chanting USA USA. Yeah, that when, didn't happen here. Exactly. Yeah. Realistically, what maybe like a couple crazy people yeah. in the city, and that's because they're exactly, crazy yeah. people in the city. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And I and I can appreciate you know people in New and, York feeling very strongly about it, and people in Washington feeling very strongly about it. And sure. White House. Yeah, there crazy. maybe was four cities that actually had any like serious like like attention to it. I mean, like there there will always be those people who will celebrate anything so and of course they're going to get media coverage so it's hard to you know yeah yeah because i mean even there like if something happened it's like in britain like if whatever happened i mean britain doesn't have an ultimatum enemy like the united states did but mm-hmm. it, i'm sure the same thing would happen in any country to some extent Sure, sure, and that was kind of the thing that, that I said. Uh, I think a couple of people said in there is that, um, for whatever reason, those the people who were celebrating felt like their world was significantly death was made significantly death, better by the death of, of of one person. And that's so the that, problem. That was why they celebrated. Yeah, that's my mm-hmm. problem with this. Is it, it? Yes, they have experienced the blow, mm-hmm. but they have we haven't. You know, I mean it. it it is, and I'm talking politically now, and I probably shouldn't, but, uh, you know, I mean, there's still the, I mean, Al-Qaeda still exists, mm-hmm. for better or worse, most people think worse, because that's, you know, normal, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm choosing my words very carefully now, but, uh, you know, I mean, there's always the possibility of, you know, I mean, it's it's not like it's, it's not like the end of a war, you know, where no. where everyone is uh, dancing up and down because all the fighting is stopped, and I think that's that that's what makes this a little weird because it almost feels like the end of a war, but it really isn't because there's no, still people no, fighting and still you know death and so it's, and it, you know I mean and it's not the world war, it's, but it, it you know I mean it was a serious thing and. Yeah, so I mean, that—that's really all I can say about it. Because I, I mean, I'm not—I—I I mean, I—I I am semi-versed on the subject, but not well-versed. So, because I don't really no, focus sure. on this either way. No, no, exactly. And I think I don't think any of us can, realistically. You know, I don't think any of us really know what what the impact of this will be and what he was realistically how realistic. Yeah, exactly. Was he was he effectively in retirement or or, or a figurehead for just power? Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, and you can say what is appropriate and what isn't appropriate in the situation. Like going back to video games, they have made a a level in Counter Strike of the compound already. So take that <laughs> as you will. Hmm. Um. But I, I don't know. I mean, on one side I can say, well, kind of a strike, it's kind of simulation based. But on the other side, it's kind of someone did die there, and American soldiers, 
you know, I mean, they mm-hmm. fought there too, and it's not really. But th- that's that's a hard thing that we get to, not to derail the original subject, but where simulation lies and where you know. Yeah, and we've and we've going and what's not right and stuff like that. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, and 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 yeah, and 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 to to move away from 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 what we were talking about earlier. I mean, gaming's been flirting with that line for for a while now, hasn't it? And um, I mean, Medal of Honor didn't push the line all the way. So, mm. well, I know, but for a while it looked looked like it was going to, didn't it? I mean, yeah, for a while it was going to have before they started referred to the baddies as. Was it op four or whatever? They were they were going to yeah. Yeah, they were specifically going to say you know Taliban and Al Qaeda, yeah. All that sort of stuff, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Well, let's 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 mm-hmm. not dwell on. Let's move on to some cheerier stuff. Well, actually, maybe not less che- less cheery stuff. But I was going to do a um, quick section on um, the blogs and what okay. people have been talking about. Um, and Cade Father kind of did a sort of a mini review. Uh, so if, like if you want a full review, go check out Fuzzies because it's pretty good as well. But go on. I've not had a chance to look at that yet. So um, I, all I saw was a, a, a one of a, a tweet from Fuzzy saying he'd written a, a Brink review that was long. And I thought I remembered his uh, Dragon Age 2 review, and I thought, oh heck, I better. <laughs> I'll need to set aside some serious time for that. I mean, it's uh, long, but it's not controversial <sighs> anymore. Uh, so <laughs> he wasn't he, yeah he didn't uh, he didn't court controversy with that one then fair enough oh. but yeah so Cade, Cade Fathers put his first impressions up to Brink and, and uh, certainly he seems to sort of mirror a lot of what I've seen written and, and I've heard from other sources as well so um, but yeah it may be sort of interesting to, to get Cade Father he, he's a he's an extremely experienced gamer who plays a lot of games <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's always interesting to read his his point of view, um, and then the other, the other, the other um, blog post that I was going to sort of mention and, and, and big up was um, Ethereal's uh, sort of incredibly comprehensive Mortal Kombat write-up. I, 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 I hesitate to call it a review because it's, it's more of, of an overview of everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and I I had no idea that Ethereal was that into. And yeah, I didn't know that either. Fighters, I I didn't realize that was you know. Or at least American fighters. Uh... Mm, yeah, sure, good point, good point. Although I would assume from the uh, from the the anime um, avatars, I would yeah, they would have some fighting Japan feature in there as well. Um, sure. Uh, and yeah, I think you know it. It's a level of detail that I probably wouldn't have even thought existed, particularly in Mortal Kombat. I, I traditionally well, there's a lot to go on in Mortal Kombat. That's the thing about fighters is what people don't understand is there's a ton of stuff in there. It's just not on. It doesn't wear it on sleeve. It keeps it on the inside. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's probably to its. To its credit, really, to be honest, because um, I, I, you know you look at something like uh, Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. maybe, or you know the uh, Blaze Blue or whatever, and and they have you know their practice modes where you're you know you're pra- you know you're counting you're almost counting frames and talking about hitboxes and that sort of stuff. And I think MK has present certainly presents itself um, sure. as being something slightly looser, something that you're probably regardless of the, the strength of its mechanics, is less likely to 
um, you know, be used in sort of a competition or, you know, as a, uh, you know, as a, as a, as a, a, a tournament game. Sure. Um, but having said all, ha- said all that, you look at the amount of detail that Ethereal's been able to go into about the fighting styles and the, and the various moves and combos and what have you, um, that, uh, yeah, maybe it does have that. Um, like you say, maybe it, it, it has all that de- level of te- uh, technical sort of complexity, but it just, it hides it away and, and keeps it, you know, uh, you know, Hides its light under a bushel, as it were. Okay. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. So that's that. That's the blogs. We so, should talk about events. Events. Um, and um, two big planning uh, meetup meetups being planned. Meetup. Obviously, the 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 biggest of these is the Pax uh Pax Prime. Which is, is difficult to get a part of now, sadly, because PAX three-day tickets are t- were taken. They are gone. Which is incredible, isn't it? Well, it's, it's, it's going to be like Comic-Con soon, where it's like first week and then you're done. I, I, I predict that will happen someday. I'm sure. Because it's, be just, it, it's just so popular. It's just like, yeah, it's going to be full. It's going to be... I mean, to some extent, they have to have limits. I mean, you can still get one-day passes. Mm-hmm. You can get three one-day passes, but that's not as helpful, you know, because that's no, like sure. that's like ninety dollars, I think, instead of fifty. Sure, sure. So, but um, but yeah, yeah. So um, it, which and also I think I think it's just another an indication of how far ahead, how big this the whole thing is, not just for packs, you know, not just packs itself being big, but how big it is for for the new two community is that that you know planning is already you know. The early stages oh, of planning will be happening. Oh, and we have. Uh, I'm not gonna. Little Jimmy knows about this, but we have a ton planned for you guys by the administration. So enjoy that. Mm. Mm. So that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I remain jealous. I always, I'm always really jealous of the. Just the take your baby. <laughs> I assure you, this will not happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say maybe twi- maybe next year. Anyway, but also just to um, uh, but maybe this year for something else. maybe for something else. Oh, like perhaps we'll have a UK meetup. Um, so uh, prompted, uh, you know, uh, as discussed, um, I think last week or maybe the week before, um, and prompted by a discussion in the IRC, we are kicking off the UK meetup. It's going to happen. The the voting the dates we're in. We're going for the 18th of June. It's going to happen in London. Uh, going to take in a couple of our, you know, arcade gaming places. Uh, try one of the, maybe try one of the networked. Yeah, um, I heard Plankton say something about that. Yeah, so which is weird. So HM, HMV, um, do you guys have HMV over in the US? Mm, I think you guys only have. It. Don't yeah, go. It might. It it might be. In some parts of the country, but it's definitely not a mid uh, Midwest kind of thing. Okay, fair enough. So, so HMV is traditionally was a you know a, a music store, sure. um, and has been sort of changing and expanding all the time because obviously you know by nobody no nobody but the 
most idiotic backwards caveman buys their music on CDs anymore. Hello. Um, and <laughs> um, that they've one of the things that they've seemed to have expanded to in the, in the London uh, HMV is setting up a like a LAN network of PCs. Um, Just hanging out, or to, what? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I th- I haven't had a chance to research it yet. They kind of have the, that at uh, the uh, at the club or not club Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo store in New York. Or they cool. are, it, when I was there, it was the Pokemon store, so take that mm-hmm. as you will, but they just had, like, like six or seven different, like, TVs with GameCubes hooked up to them, and you just played games mm-hmm. with people. It was really fun. Was So, and it was free. I mean, like, they had people watch, like, say, okay, you can only play this much, because it would be a cluster effing offer-wise, but... uh yeah, stuff like that's fun. Yeah, I can imagine. So, so has, yeah, how many people do you think are going to go? Um, at present, it's looking about seven or eight. That's still but, pretty good. Yeah, I know, I know, exactly. The weird thing is, apparently, that it was the same as the last, um, uh, the last UK meetup. Only about sort of less than ten people said they were going to turn up, and then about twenty turned up on the day. So there's a possibility. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I'm, I'm going to keep. Um, pushing it, you know, on the site and and here, yeah, on, do that on as Twitter well. And on here, yeah. So if anybody's listening and is free on the 18th of June and can make it to London, Trocadero, Piccadilly Circus, then that's where we're going to be. Fake to words. <laughs> None of these things actually exist. I'm just telling people. I'm trying to lure people to London so I can mug them and steal their phones. Um, I mate. Uh, yeah. Give me your money. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or I'll shank you. Um, anyway, I will stab you with my knife. Um, not that I'm competitive about these things, but uh, right now there's actually more responses to the UK thread than there is to the PAX thread. Yeah, read that. Oh, that's, that that's, a, that's a little different can of fish, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Because uh, you have a month where they have, like, four months. Take that. Yeah, exactly. We will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to, to focus too much on this sort of thing. Um, okay, so um, outside of the meetups and the opportunities to hang out together, um, uh, on the forum we have um, uh, Sunflower has set up a little competition called the 50 by 50 Gamer Challenge, mm-hmm. uh, which is um, a kind of a whole load of little images um, and taken from games, the covers mostly, or that kind of thing, ag- arranged into this enormous grid that he's created. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's basically everyone's... It's a collaborative effort mm-hmm. where everyone has to guess the uh, the game, basically. And with that, that's kind of the end of this part of the show. It seems like a shorter episode this week. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? I mean, we've we've done a lot of interviews and stuff recently, so... Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a little. Sometimes you get shorter episodes. Sometimes you get longer. Exactly. Sometimes you know, some I record our length, and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I. Yep. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I remember to look at my watch when we start recording. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> so that's uh, how that is. Uh, follow us at huh. Call Me Little G for Little G and at Mixed Up Zombies for Mixed Up Zombies on Twitter. If you feel like it, 
do the at NT Comcast we forget. We know we don't do anything with it, but we're trying. And I think I will assign Little G to doing all the work on that, so he will actually do it. <laughs> I cannot 100% guarantee that I am going to be the most efficient. Uh, no, no, it, yeah, it, yeah, we should do something with that, definitely. So, hope, and this week we didn't, I, I felt like we didn't need to because we didn't have a guest, so. That's true. That's a very good point. So but I think when we I think have we a guest, we'll definitely do it more. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think we we'll make a promise that next guest episode we will have a con- we will at least have a t- Twitter you message come up. Yes, definitely. I, I I promise that. Promise. There we go. Okay. Put my, I put my name on the line here. It's going to happen. Okay. Uh, so we um, have a yeah. I mean, yeah. So I was going to say, I, I, you know, also I did say that you know people should um, make any suggestions for the show if there's any changes they'd like to see, any different segments they'd like us to cover. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, do they want us to talk about whose birthday it is on the site, or I don't know who the newest members are, or anything like that? Um, shout out to new members, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just freewheeling here. And if anybody's got any suggestions, either post them in the thread or email them to us at comcastv3 at gmail dot com. And uh, we're also going to give away a Wallace and Gromit Adventure 1, uh, Grand Adventures Episode 1, for our new image on our Twitter, RS feed, and iTunes image. We need a 600 by 600 pixels image. And this is extended to un- until we get five submissions, which we have zero up. So I'm trying to make this segment faster because we have to do it every week. So there's that. <laughs> Um, currently our, uh, I, I checked while we were recording, I know I'm bad, and currently we have 19 views, so, hey, the pause, the negative is we didn't hit 20, so we're, we're not, we're still on our road to 20, I guess, road back to 20, and, mm-hmm. um, but the good news is we're starting to get a more regular, higher amount of viewers, yeah, and it's kind so of that's the positive. So I mean, especially with our extremely long episodes, mm-hmm. like last one, I can understand it was difficult because like the one before it was thirty-one. So that sure, was but start- then the last the, the last one was 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 long, but then of course it did have the gaming section that people could skip. But not everyone they, knows yeah. that yet. So mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we'll try to make that more apparent in the future. And please tell a friend, we're still trying to get to 50 someday, and yes. Aim for the stars. So, I am Mixed Up Zombies saying something. (laughs) And I'm Little G uh, saying toodles, as seems to be the way around here. Toodles. Okay, so this is our very shorter gaming section because, you know, we had too long of an episode last week, and we think it is better for someone else in the group who doesn't play as many games to help them, and so they're not like, yeah, I played like five minutes of this game. Yeah. 
So exactly, yeah. I wonder yes, who so that is. I can possibly say. But anyway. Anyway, so so we're just going to talk about one game. Each. Um, each. Yes. Um, and uh, who's going to go first? Shall I, shall I go? You go first. I, I want to hear more about yours than I want to talk about mine. So. Yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. So, so the game I'm, I, I was going to talk a bit about this week was um, Gemini Roo. Uh, so this is something that I referred to very briefly in the conversation with Rich last week uh, when we were talking about his history as a, uh, as a gamer um, and how he'd sort of come from sort of PC roots and uh, his, one of his big things was sort of adventure games. And this uh, is... Um, uh, Gemini Rue is a independent game uh, that is very much made in the mould of uh, the the sort of the classic early '90s LucasArts games, um, and um, I never really played many of those games. In fact, I, I, I kind of I, I found them a little missed out. Time. Well, yeah, yeah. I think I think I, I experienced a couple of them. Not not the not the the, the really good ones. Uh, like what? Name a couple. Well, I, as in what the ones that I experienced. Yeah. Um, this I was trying to remember the names of them the other day. They were all the kind of the sort of rubbishy second-rate ones that bobbed up in the wake of things like you know um, uh, Loom and the Dig and. Um, so they know. weren't LucasArts games. No, no, they weren't. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. I thought you just said they were. They're LucasArts like. No, no. They, they were of that type, yes. Oh, okay. They, they weren't the originals. Um, so yeah, so so I I, I I didn't particularly enjoy those games in the past, um, but I saw some coverage of this. Um, what the heck, I'll say it. I saw watched the Giant Bomb Quick Look of this, and I just thought the tone and the setting looked really interesting for this one. Um, mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, no. So, was so your I, PC able to run it fairly well? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 basically exactly the same as any of the old, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the old old adventure games. Point and click doesn't. It's not 3D by any stretch of imagination. It's just this old, you know, sort of fairly basic uh, pixelated art, um, uh, and to you know, sort of fairly sort of. Simple animations of the, of the company, or so it's pretty. It's it's yeah, it's 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 very light, um, and and you know my, my PC, my laptop can run it no problem at all, um, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's as I say, it's it's a type of game that I haven't played experience in a long time, but it was the the setting as and and the the way that the story is set up that kind of made me most interested in it. So it's 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 very sort of noirish it's kind of you know got very strong overtones of sort of blade runner um uh, and and things like that um and it's so it's a an adventure game set in space in which you play the character of a um of a former assassin who is trying to track down his brother and his story where he goes around this this um uh, sort of he moving around kind of like the the seedy underbelly of this uh, mining city on a on a, an industrial uh, planet um, his story as he's moving through those areas is interspersed with the story of a 
um, a man who is trapped in a uh, what appears to be sort of like some kind of military hospital or insane asylum, mm-hmm. um, and he's um, he doesn't know who this guy doesn't know who he is. He's just referred to as Delta Six. Apparently, he's lost. He's had his memory removed because he kept trying to escape uh, from wherever he is, and uh, it's all sort of very peculiar and, and very disjointed. And you kind of hop between these two viewpoints, these two story like story threads, in a confused, in a sort of quite a, in a manner that sort of only emphasises the confusion and the, the the sort of loss of sense of not really knowing exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and realistically, it's 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 no different from those the the the, the classic um, uh, adventure games in that. A lot of it is this sort of trial and error of move, you know, picking up an object and then click, choosing that object and applying that object to another object and hoping that kind of makes something happen. Um, and for the most, you know, for the most part, it's fairly intuitive. And if you kind of pay attention to your surroundings and to the to the the, the way that the 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 you know the, the different things are highlighted in the environment, it does make it fairly obvious what's going on and what you should be doing um, but then at the same time there is the odd occasion where you end up kind of just moseying around trying to sort of speak to everybody in the hopes that it, it um, triggers some particular event that then moves the story on one or two stages sort of thing um, so there's a couple of additional things on top of that that do make it uh, a little Different. bit Mix things up a little bit, yeah. Um, one of them is that with the two story, uh, once you get to a cer- beyond a certain point in the story, the that you can alternate between the two characters and the t- their two story threads at will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I've yet to kind of I've only just started experimenting with that yet, but I, I don't know if yeah if if what impact that has. So if something you do in one stage, as it were. Might then go on to have an impact on another stage. I don't know if those two, if those two things will eventually tie up, sure, uh, and if they'll start to, you know, influence each other. Um, so I was thinking about maybe just playing all the way through one and then, then sort of seeing what happens in the other one. Um, uh, but we'll we'll see about that. Um, and, and one of the reasons that I, th- I was thinking that was, if I'm being entirely honest, I do like the kind of the the gritty urban. Like I say, this kind of like gumshoe, mm-hmm. police sort of more measured proce- police procedural kind of. And you uh, like the seriousness of the game as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I, I like that side of things. I'm, I'm kind of slightly. I find, I'll be honest, that the, the, the hospital or prison sections where you're playing as Delta Six, they're, they're less interesting, and they, it's so, so little is explained, and you, it's so clearly, you know. Um, uh, trying to hint at things rather than explain things clearly that mm-hmm. it, it's actually starting to get a bit annoying now and, I, and I'd rather, they just, rather than rather than hint at things I'd rather they just went for some full on exposition and actually started showing what's happening but anyway so those are the two, those, those, that's one interesting aspect of it that you can swap between those two storylines that's you know kind of at will but once you reach a certain point in the story another thing that's interesting is that there is combat in this uh, which and the combat actually is even is actually cover based as well. So there's 
a series of additional commands that you can learn as you move through the game that allow you to take co- you know to take cover at certain stages of the game and start shooting at the opposing forces in that game mm-hmm. uh, or in that it, at that time so yeah that just mixes things up a little bit and and um it provides a little bit of challenge that isn't lit- is you know is timing based uh, is you know is a little bit about your reaction time as well um, and means that it isn't solely, you know, pick up hamster, rub hamster against uh, against microwave oven in the hope that that makes something happen. You know, uh, pick up, you know, telephone wire, mix it with this uh, this plant pot, and make yourself a uh, doorbell or something. It just it's it's it, it at least it mixes things up a little bit in that sense. And so, um, yeah, I mean the tone's good. There's some there's some really quite good voice acting in there. Um, mm-hmm. The the art when you when you sort of you know give yourself up to the idea that it's um, that you know you are playing this older style of game the art is actually pretty good and pretty interesting and um, and the, I suppose the only thing that I'm I'm struggling with a little bit mm-hmm. is is the pacing uh, to a degree okay. um, because as I say first of this type of a game that like this that I've played for quite a while. And um, what I'd sort of, what I'd, the decision I'd made was that I knew this type of game tends to be slower and tends to be tends to be more measured. Um, but I, I and I sort of said, okay, I, when I started playing the game, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to really immerse myself in that experience and not push, not you know, not push the pace and not push the story. Um, you know, or try and hurry things up. So as you're moving around the levels, you do have the option of just uh, once, and uh, you know, the move animation um, starts. You can hit the escape key, and that will uh, hurry. You know, that will that will move the the character to the point that you just clicked on and, uh, and moved into. Um, and I've started doing that much more and more now, as as I'm getting, and I've started. You know, I can I can read the dialogue much quicker than the the, the characters speak it, and I started skipping them. Speaking it. Oh, uh, I didn't even yeah. know this game had uh, uh, voice acting. Yes, yes. So it features um, the re- the quality of the recording is for a downloadable game title, and there's, there there is actually a pretty reasonable amount of dialogue. Almost all of it is 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 recorded. Um, okay. It's pretty decent quality. There's a there's a couple of characters who are quite clearly you know somebody who's been brought in from the finance department or something like that, and. Just delivering a couple of lines in a in a in a sound booth, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's it's pretty decent, it has to be said, and um, uh, yeah, well you know, well recorded, and um, yeah, but as I say, I, I I have now got to the point where I'm starting to to skip a whole section of it now, um, just to to speed up the whole experience. Mm. And the other, and the only other thing I was going to say um, that I am struggling with a little bit is that I'm so unused to this type of game. That I don't know how to. Um, that there are certain things that I guess must be just core tropes of a uh, of this type of game I that I'm just not familiar with. So, so for example, um, uh, there are you know there was a, a a sort of one of the sort of action scenes in which you are being chased by. The, the this great bunch of guy this great bunch of characters called the Boryokuden who are the who are on on this planet 
um, are the um, the sort of the the crime syndicate uh, called the Boryakudan, and they are chasing after you as you're trying to uh, doing basically doing an escort mission and trying to get this uh, friend of yours off the planet. Um, and you shut a door behind you as you're running up some stairs, and and if you run up the st- if you shut the door and then run up the stairs, a guy comes through the door and shoots you. And the death animations in this game are the most soul-crushing and frustrating thing in the world because your character just goes and falls over, mm. and then you have to reload to the whatever last checkpoint or wherever you last. So you can to. die. That is not Lucas Artsy. Sure, sure, exactly. And, and all that happens at that stage is, is it reverts back to either the previous... So that's more, uh, what do you call it, not uh, Sarah. Is that, is, is that their sort of more style, their style, is it? Well, it depends. Is it, like, soul-crushingly hard? I don't think... No, well, this, this is it. I, I, I'm not sure if it's, if it's me being a dumbass and just not knowing this type of game very well, or if it is that it's really difficult. And in fairness, I've only struggled... And, and sort of come up against uh, a couple of points where I kept you know having this happen where the guys would you know the bad guys would come out of, come out of the door I just shut shut and shoot me or you know would come around the corner and it, it, in a place where I thought I you know I, I only had one route that I could escape from them and they would just keep following me down that route and kill me mm. um, and in the case of the, the, the shutting the door example if you clicked on the door again. He would say something like, "I better lock this." Mm-hmm. So I would like click on the door. You know, I would start clicking on. You know, using different tools to click on the door, and he would say, "That's not how this door locks. There must be another way to do it." And I, and I must have experimented with just about every single thing that I had in my inventory in every single part of that room. Mm-hmm. In every single way that I could think of, mixing them together, whatever, you know, well, not you can mix them together, but, you know, giving them to the guy that I was trying to escort to see if he could do anything, trying to call my backup guy who is on the, orbiting the planet on his little spaceship, trying to call him to see if he could do it remotely. I just had no idea what was going on. Um, and then it turned out that there was two tiny little pixels <laughs> that were slightly different on the door. Oh. That when you pointed your mouse at them said, lock mm. and so you had to right click on them and then use the little hand icon you just need them. better eyes yeah apparently apparently maybe that's what's going on my eyes just aren't up to the job um so that was really frustrating i'll be honest i i, I found it re- i i you know i lost i was struggling with that for a good sort of 10 minutes or so and all it was is i just my eyes hadn't picked up the fact that there was a you know this little the slightly different set of uh, pixels that I needed to click on rather than the whole door itself. Oh, well. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's just that's just video games really too much, isn't it? So, or, or this, this type of adventure game, really. So, um, I, 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 I don't know how long it's going to be. I'm keen to see where the story goes. I think it is interesting and the characters are quite engaging. Um, or at least certainly the, the, the sort of this ex-assassin guy is 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 very interesting anyway um but um yeah i'm i'm you know I, I'll, I'll follow it through and, and see where it gets me and and what this the impact of this is has been is that it's actually made me quite interested in um maybe signing up for good old games and seeing what other adventure games they've got on there. they got some free ones too 
Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure my PC could you know, run those. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. If you need, uh, they have uh, Laura the Temptress. Just like I, I never played it, so it's like an opera adventure game or something weird. It's like it's like a old time. It's like it wants <coughs> to be a play adventure game or something. Like it's mm. set in a play. Then they have uh, Beneath the Steel Sky, which is very similar to your game. Yeah, yeah. It's set in space. It's set in a futuristic time period, and then they have Teen Agent, which I never really played that much of. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was funny. So I, I've been oh, talking- and they have Dragon Sphere as well that was just added. So they they have all those games for adventure. Oh, wow. Worth looking at. So it's 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 funny actually. You know, I've, I've said a few times now about how I'm uh, going back to old uh, modcasts and. Um, They've just gone to the. They've just gone past the point. I can't, you know, at the beginning of 2009, I think it was when um, uh, Good Old Games was doing some competition that that that. Uh, yeah, I was part of that. I remember. It, yeah, it was about writing reviews, wasn't it? Or um, video reviews, yeah. Yes, yeah, that was it. That was it. And um, and I think it was either Jam or Locke did a review of Beneath the Steel Sky. So Jam I, I, did the Beneath uh, Locke did Disciples do, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I remember that now. So that's something I'm, I'm, I'm keen to give beneath. This, now that I've once I get Gemini Rue uh, under my belt, I'm, I'm keen to give beneath the steel sky, sky a go as well. But um, yeah, yeah, like I say, I th- you know, I, I think that maybe I just need to, you know, be more aware of the pacing of the game and and, and yeah. Be- and one thing about adventure games which people don't and I don't seem to understand is that you can always go back to them. Sure, you sure. Feel fr- it's just like if you feel frustrated, take a break. Yeah, yeah. It don't have to be a twenty, uh, and that's, and I think as gamers we're so programmed to say, oh, I got to do it all at once. But you know, I mean, it's supposed to be fun. Don't push yourself too much. You know. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I suppose the only th- the, the big thing there then is is what do you, what do you care about more? Do you care more about the um, the experience of of playing the game and beating it and beating it? You know, using you know your own intuition or do you care more about seeing the story through to completion mm-hmm. then if, and if you care about that more then the second you get frustrated is the second you stop enjoying yourself then you should probably just look up the solution and then move the story on and get to the next bit that you want to see mm-hmm. so I just played a little game called Grand Theft Auto 4 never heard of it I've, I've kind of heard of it so <laughs> um, Grand Theft Auto 4 it's alright I haven't played that much of it. Uh, I've played other games, but we've already talked about them at length on this podcast. So, uh, it, you know, I think my graphics card isn't that powerful for it. Or I need to set up, because, like, I'm getting a lot of screen tear and stuff like that, and it's just oh, not really? looking right. And I have a really nice graphics card, but Grand Theft Auto 4 is not your, you know, I mean, your, it's not your grandfather's video game. <laughs> and uh, it is a very I mean that's one thing about it is a very very powerful video game so at least you know as graphics wise goes but I think if I said it right uh, I, I, have you played Grand Theft Auto 4? I have not I've um, I, I, I uh, <laughs> actually in line with the conversation we were having about um, games that you wouldn't take and games that made me feel nauseous Grand Theft Auto 3 was one of the few games on the PS2 that gave me motion sickness. Um, and I've never really gone back to the series after that. 
Yeah, I don't. I, I realize that. I mean, you know, I they've, they've moved. Grand Theft Auto Four is going to do that, but I'm, I'm sure not. I'm sure they've, the games have. You know, people we've got. You know, people have got much more proficient at making third-person shooters livable with these days. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's not the case. Um, but no, no, never played it. Never played it. Okay. So basically, I haven't. Like, I just. I just started in uh, Liberty City. There, it's a hard to say you just started when you've played five hours of a game, but you yeah. feel like nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. So, and I've just mainly been doing side missions, you know, or main missions, and yeah, I helped little Jacob out, who's this Rastafarian who has lots of gun problems, and he shoots a lot of people. And then I... <coughs> I finally got a gun, so that helps the situation, but, um, uh, or maybe gets it worse, I don't know, but it, <laughs> it is, uh, the game looks, the game has a very good, uh, sense of world scale. It's very big, and it's very, you know, exciting, but, uh, I'd, I'll probably have to com- comment back on this some other episode, because I really haven't played that much, but, at least not this week, so I can't say that much. All the characters are very likable mm-hmm. for what they're worth, and they all have, you know, like, they actually work, so. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't have much else to say past that. Sure, sure, I mean, you know. Unless you have so, any questions, yeah. No, no, I mean, I, I think, I've, interestingly you mentioned the characters, because I think there's some um, sort of conflicting opinions on... Uh, uh, Nico and also just how the upkeep of all his friends. Have you got to the stage yet where you've got this roster of companions for Nico where that are kind of Yeah. Uh, I just say no. Oh right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that affects their relationship or not, but I don't really care. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm just like no thank you. <laughs> and they're like, Okay, I'll see you them all the time. <laughs> they, and like they don't even have some like anger about it. They're not like, oh, you never hang out. The they only say, oh, we never hang out at the beginning part, and then they're like, okay, some other time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that doesn't have any sort of knock-on impact on the. the I have game. no idea. It's not sort of like a. I have. It could. It could not. I. It could. It could not. But I have no idea, and I really don't care either way. So. Because this is just fun, fun, fun game, so I don't really care. Sure, and I, and I imagine um, you know that there must be the opportunity um, or the, the 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 ability to kind of effectively critical path mm-hmm. uh, things uh, and uh, only look at you know just just do the, the main story missions and. and well, I've been critical critically pathing it pretty much right now, but. You know, I mean, uh, it is it is hard to you know say what uh, it's hard to really talk about this game because again, it's 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 just like I know it's been talked to death, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's a good game, and I feel like I haven't you know talk i haven't done too much with it so i'll, I'll definitely keep back w- with you later on it sure but i, I mean you know it, it's been i'll be honest it's been a long time since i've heard anybody anybody talking about um grand theft Auto oh, before, cool. but 
the only reason, you know, the only time I've actually had any reason to think about it was, I suppose, was the the, the recent Big Chief battles, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, or that video that came out, I suppose, what it was now, a while back, where someone had been mucking around with the uh, the uh, the physics uh, of uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 and had turned all the tra- all the friction off for the cars so that there were just cars flying all over the place. Um, but yeah, so it was, but what, what was it that made you go back to um, it, it, the story? I mean, straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just totally am interested in the story, and that's it. You know, completely. I I, I want to see how the story goes on, and maybe it'll be interesting. Also, I started I trying <coughs> to beat the games that uh, I've started. Mm-hmm. Inst- instead of just play like ten dollars or pay play for ten, like five hours and then play another game for five hours, I actually want to do something, you know. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm that's one thing I, I, I was hoping to do uh, this year was be a bit more structured and make a list of the games that I own and the ones that I have completed and the ones that I haven't and all that sort of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I'll definitely get back to it. I just really, I mean, I just haven't played that much. It, well, it's it's going to set up and it's going to be good, but I just haven't gotten there. Fair Honestly. Enough. Yeah, five hours into that is, is you'd barely start. Because it's, I, I mean, like, they have achievement for, like, basically running the, fast in the game for beating it in 30 hours. So mm-hmm. that kind of tells you how long the game is going to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, that's, if that counts as a speed run. Yeah. So definitely, um, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying it, and you know, hopefully it will all work out. Yes, yes, indeed, I I I, I wholeheartedly agree. So that's the end of our show, and I hope you guys yes. enjoyed it. Yeah, no, fantastic. I re- yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks for sort of giving me a chance to talk about of- Gemini, and I want to hear more about Gemini Rule later, if that's possible. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I'll, I'll sort of uh, keep updating. Uh, I'll try to avoid too many spoilers, but uh, yeah, because I, I might uh, play it someday. I would, I would. I mean, if if you enjoy that type of gaming and and um, you know you like a, a decent story and you know uh, sort of a, an interesting setting, uh, I know it's kind. Of maybe you could argue maybe possibly slightly overplayed because it's kind of you know industrial future gothic type thing, but it's it's quite cool. It's pretty cool. Mhm. Excellent. So, yeah, we're done. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you very much for for. for and we'll uh, see you next week with hopefully a guest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll and we'll announce the guest in advance. Hopefully. Be... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yep. Brilliant. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Little G signing out. Me too. Okay. <laughs>